Well, I'm excited today for us to continue our series called Don't Stop Now. We are studying the book of Haggai together, this small little Old Testament book. And I pray that God is speaking to you, that you've been encouraged by the first two messages of this series. And I pray again today that you'll be blessed by this message. So we're going to pick up our message today from Haggai chapter 1, verse 12 to 13. This is what it says. Then Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, and Jeshua, son of Jehoshadak, the high priest, and the whole remnant of God's people began to obey the message from the Lord their God. When they heard the words of the prophet Haggai, whom the Lord their God had sent, the people feared the Lord. Then Haggai, the Lord's messenger, gave the people this message from the Lord. I am with you, says the Lord. Have you ever been so overwhelmed by a task that you have said, I can't do it? Maybe that task has been so difficult, so hard that you've just said, I just can't do it. Maybe when you were a child, maybe after hours of practicing, trying to do your shoelaces, you gave up and you said, I just can't do it, mom. I just can't do it, dad. Or, or maybe after failing your driving test for the third time, you, you said, I can't do it. Maybe after receiving that phone call that you've been unsuccessful yet again, applying for a job, you just said, I can't do it. There's no way that I can get a job. Maybe you've had some bad news from a doctor and or maybe a loved one's received some bad news with regards to health and, and you've just said, I just can't do it. I can't go through this again. Maybe you've suffered loss or maybe a loved one or somebody near to you has walked out on you and, and the thought of rebuilding your life is crushing you and you've just said, I can't do it. Or maybe as we look at the future and hopefully as we come out to the other side of this pandemic now, you're just thinking, I can't do it. I can't rebuild my life. I can't get out there. I'm afraid. I'm scared. You know, we've I'm sure we've all had those moments within our lives where we're just completely overwhelmed and we're just paralyzed by fear where we say, I cannot do it. You know, I'm sure the people of God felt like this in the book of Haggai and in this moment that we come to. Just a bit of, re of a recap of what's happened up until this point. We see that the people of God, they rebelled against God. They started worshiping other gods. They were disobedient to God. So God allowed an empire to come and destroy their homeland and take them into captivity. It was the Babylonian Empire. And they destroyed Jerusalem and Judah, which we've seen. And, uh, and the people of God were taken into captivity into a foreign land for 70 years, just as the prophet Jeremiah had prophesied. But then after the 70 years, we see that God, he moves the heart of a, a king who doesn't believe in God. He begins to move his heart and stir his heart to let his people go back home. And so these people, this, this remnant of this Jewish people, about 50,000 Jews, they, they head back home to Jerusalem. They head back home to Judah, but everything has been destroyed by the Babylonians. And so they begin the task of rebuilding their lives and, and God lays it on their heart to rebuild the place of worship. Before they get on with anything else, God wants them to rebuild the temple, this great temple that Solomon had built we see that it was now in ruin. So God calls them to rebuild the temple. However, they, they begin to work on the temple. They lay the foundation. They're all celebrating is great. But shortly after that, they, they receive some opposition. Opposition from within and also opposition from without. We see that they become apathetic towards God. In other words, they become cold and they lose their passion and their love for God. And they don't have any desire to carry on building the temple. 
They also faced opposition from outside as well, with other people who had come back uh, from exile, had settled in the land. These weren't Jewish people, but they'd settled in the land and they didn't want the Jewish people rebuilding the temple. They didn't want the Israelites building the temple of God. So they wrote a formal letter to the king at that time, King Artaxerxes, and said, get them to stop working on the temple. And he did. The Israelites, the leaders, they received this letter. And for 15 years, the Bible says, the work on the temple was it came to a standstill. They did nothing for 15 years. But then we see in last time that after 15 years, God raises up a man, a man by the name of Haggai. And he gives Haggai a message to encourage the people of God to get back to work. You know, I'm so glad that whatever God starts, he finishes. Whatever God starts in your life and my life, he will finish. And what God has started, even in our church and in his church globally, he will finish. I'm so glad of that. And God sent this message to Haggai to, to encourage the people to get back to work. But you know, last time we've seen that the people said that actually we don't think it's the right time, God. They were making all of these excuses why they shouldn't go back rebuilding the temple. I mean, we see that God gets right to the heart of it. He, he pushes past all the hypocrisy and he says, actually, the real reason why you don't want to get back to work, it's not because it's the wrong time. It's purely because your priorities have changed. You have put yourself first in putting God, instead of putting God first. And it didn't work out for the people. They were working. They were striving to trying to build their own lives. They, they had built these luxury homes. They had tried all these different things. But it just didn't work out for them. And God says it's because you put yourself first instead of putting God first. So God challenges the people and he tells them to consider their ways and get back to rebuilding the temple of God. And, and so now today we're going to see how the people responded to that challenge from the Lord. How would you respond if God said that to you? You know, we see, we're going to see how God respond, how the people responded to this challenge from the Lord. And this is what it says in Haggai 1. Verse 12, then Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, and Jeshua, son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and the whole remnant of God's people began to obey the message from the Lord their God. When they heard the words of the prophet Haggai, whom the Lord, whom the Lord their God had sent, the people feared the Lord. How did the people respond to this challenge from God to get back building and to stop making excuses? Well, incredibly, the leaders and the people, they obey the call of God. They obey God's word. You know, that's not always the, the natural reaction for, for most of us. You know, sometimes if we've had a row, you know, we, we'll go off and, you know, we'll pout for a bit and we'll hide away for a bit that instead of coming, you know, instead of doing what we've been asked to do. But we see here the people, they begin to obey the call of God. And, you know, this was a big moment. It was a significant moment. And it was actually a very courageous decision by the people, especially when you consider the size of the task that lay before them. They were called to rebuild the temple, this place of worship, Solomon's temple. Now, the Bible here, it doesn't say how the people of God were feeling about saying yes to God. It doesn't tell us how they were feeling. They just obeyed. And, you know, that is a lesson for us that whenever God asks us to do something, we should just say yes, despite the consequences, because God will bless us. But, you know, I'm sure that they felt overwhelmed by the size of the task ahead of them. They weren't clueless about this. They knew about the size of the task before them. I'm sure that they were feeling afraid 
in case they faced opposition yet again. I'm sure some of them were, were hesitant to get back to working on the temple because they had built such lovely lives for themselves. They were living in their comfort zone. They had these luxury houses, you know, so I'm sure some of them were they're quite comfy. They were living in their comfort zone and they just didn't want to get back to work. I'm sure as well, some of the people were wondering how on earth they were going to complete the building of the temple because they had used some of the materials that they had been given to build the temple. They had used these materials on building their own houses. And although they said yes to God, although they began working on the temple, they didn't actually know what the outcome would be. They didn't know what it would all pan out to look, what it all pan out to look like. You know, I'm sure deep down, some of them were saying, you know, we just can't do this. This task is too big for us. This is too hard for us. However, you know, there is some good news for us today. And, you know, our God knows us better than anybody else. And I'm so glad that God blesses our obedience. Obedience brings the blessing of God. Their simple yes to God changed everything and it brought about the blessing of Almighty God. Now we need to understand this blessing that they received, it wasn't a material blessing. It wasn't financial blessing. It actually wasn't even extra manpower or extra resources. But the blessing of God came in four simple words. Four simple words. Haggai 1 verse 13 says this. Then Haggai, the Lord's messenger, gave the people this message from the Lord. I am with you, says the Lord. You know, last Sunday, I took some of our young adults down to a church in Cardiff. And we went there for this student service and the young adult service. And it was a fantastic service. There was about 200, 250 young adults there all together. You know, the worship it was fantastic. The word, it was simple, but it was clear and challenging. And, you know, the word, it was from Luke chapter 5, talking about Jesus' call of the first disciples to let down, let go of everything and to follow Jesus. And, you know, it was a great word. But following the message, the, the girl who was speaking, she gave uh, an altar call, an opportunity for people to respond to the message and there was a few different things that she wanted people to respond to that she felt God had laid on their heart and they had a team of people ready to pray for people and so she gives out all these different invitations but you know I didn't respond to any of these I didn't ask for prayer but you know I really felt that God was speaking to me because one of the invitations she gave was for those who felt overwhelmed by the future overwhelmed by the things that are ahead of you and you know I really felt in that moment that God was speaking to me personally you know I've been through such a challenging season and you know it's been difficult and even trying to rebuild my life and move forward and look towards the future this is harder than than you know I'm sure many people can imagine it's difficult and you know I've been a bit afraid and felt overwhelmed about the future and all this to come but also I felt overwhelmed for our church as well you know I became aware in that moment of the size of the task ahead of us you know it's I've been so encouraged seeing what God is doing in our church you know seeing people come to know Jesus seeing people encouraged in God and growing in their faith that's what we are praying for that is what we are hoping for and you know it's, it's incredible to see but you know as I was down there on on Sunday you know I could see all these young adults in the room over 200 and 200 over 250 young adults in this room they were longing to meet with God and you know deep down that's what I've been longing for for our church 
I've been longing to see not only young people, but children, families, all ages, from the youngest to the oldest. Our church just packed out with people who are loving God, who have surrendered their lives to God, who are growing in God and reaching people for God. And, you know, as I said, I, I became overwhelmed in that moment, just to the size of the task ahead of us. You know, I've obeyed the call of God. I, I sense God calling me even a number of years ago to, to step into full-time ministry and you know, it's been anything but easy. It's been challenging. You know, I faced so many battles, battles that I never would have expected to face. And it's been hard. It has been difficult as well as it being a great time. But, you know, the task and, you know, sometimes I get overwhelmed with a vision that God has laid on my heart. You know, I have a vision. I have a, a dream to see what God is going to do within the life of our church. But, you know, sometimes it seems impossible in the natural. And, you know, in that moment on Sunday, in, while I was in that room, while we were in that moment, I just kept felt completely overwhelmed. And I also felt lonely as well. I thought, God, you've given me this, this call. I know we've got a great church. We've got a great team. And, 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 you know, I'm so thankful for that. But I just in that moment, I felt alone that, you know, this is on my shoulders, that, that I've been called by God to do this. And, you know, it feels like, God, you know, you know, I just can't do this on my own. And I was struggling in that moment. And I did say those words just to the Lord in my heart. I said, Lord, I can't do this. Personally, for my own life, it's hard. I can't do this. And also for the church, it's just hard. I don't think I can do this. And you know, in that moment, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. And it was like an audible voice in my heart. And the Holy Spirit simply said these words. He said, Luke, I am with you. I am with you, my boy. That's what I sensed the Holy Spirit saying to me. And you know, in that moment, everything within my heart shifted. That feeling of being overwhelmed and fear and anxiety about the future, it just shifted and it was replaced with peace. It was replaced with comfort. It was replaced with joy. It was replaced with encouragement. Now, the circumstances obviously haven't changed in the natural. They haven't changed, but it changed within me. You know, I was reminded in that moment, you know, I might not have everything I need to, to begin to rebuild and move forward. You know, I might not be ready for that fully yet and and even as a church we might not have all these people we might have not have all these teams we might not have all these resources all these equipment all these ministries but in that moment I realized actually I have all that I need and we as a church have all that we need because God ultimately is all that we need you know if God calls us to something then he will equip us God doesn't call the equipped but God equips the called and all we need is him and God graciously reminds the Israelites in this mess in this moment through the, this message from Haggai that that God was with them. Although the fear of the Lord came, this is a good fear. This re reverence, this respect for the Lord came in this moment. You know, I'm sure they were feeling overwhelmed by the task, but this word of encouragement came from Haggai, saying, "God says, I am with you," says the Lord. And this is a game-changing moment. This changes everything as we begin to see over the next few weeks but you know as we come to a conclusion of this message today maybe you're watching this today and maybe you were just feeling completely overwhelmed by the situation that you are finding yourself in right now maybe there is a mountain that is standing in front of you maybe not a literal mountain but you know a metaphorical mountain a spiritual mountain that is in front of you and you just feel I can't do this I can't climb that mountain I can't get past this this season is too hard maybe as you look towards the days to come maybe you're feeling unprepared Maybe you're feeling ill-equipped or maybe you've been hurt so much that you just don't have the strength or, or the desire to move forward. 
Maybe you're feeling defeated. Maybe you're feeling afraid. Maybe you're feeling alone. Maybe you're feeling you're discouraged. And you've said, even this week, I can't do it, God. I can't move forward with my life. I can't do this. God, I just can't, can't do it. But you know, today, I believe the word of the Lord to you today is that the Lord is with you. I am with you, says the Lord. If God has brought you to it, then he will bring you through it. God will bring you through it. If God has called you to something, then he will give you everything you need to fulfill that call. The road ahead of you, it might not be easy, but one thing that Jesus guarantees each and every one of us who believe in him and who are followers of him is that he will be with us every day of our lives, every moment of our lives, every step of the way. Our God doesn't abandon us in the dark seasons, in the hard seasons, but he is there with us in the valleys as well as on the mountaintops. That is how good our God is. And if God is for you, then who can be against you? As the Bible says, and that's enough. Know today that that is enough. That as long as God is with you, you will get through that season. You will overcome that mountain. That even though you feel overwhelmed, as long as God is with you, then that is enough. And as we come to an end today, I just want to read a few Bible verses to encourage you because there are over 50 times in the Bible that God encourages his people that he is with them. And I believe that he doesn't want to just encourage his people all those years ago. I believe God wants to encourage you and me today with these words. Joshua 1 verse 9 says this, This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Matthew 28 verse 20. This is Jesus' final words to his disciples before he ascends into heaven after his resurrection. It says, teach these new disciples to obey all the commands they have given you. And be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And just a reminder for us, Haggai 1 verse 13 says this. Then Haggai, the Lord's messenger, gave the people this message from the Lord. I am with you, says the Lord. As we look to the future, as we look to all that's going to come personally in our own individual lives and corporately as a church as well, I believe the Lord wants to encourage us today. He wants to encourage you today that God is with you. He is with you. May you be encouraged today. Amen.